When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dead Mouse even had new music out. Yeah, it dropped like uh, two weeks ago, I think. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's a cool jam. I've been pumping it. What are you doing to this, Bundus? Are you working out? Or? Uh, I have done some workouts to this. He's banging to this. Come on. What do you think he's it's doing to this? not a sex song. Sure it can be. Sure you can. Yeah. Uh, I also like just like to listen to it in the shower sometimes. Like I put the music on when I get in the shower and I'm shaving and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Wait, how do you play music in your shower? Do you have like a waterproof MP3 player or something or Bluetooth speaker? I got like a um, House of Marley kind of little portable oh, yeah. speaker. Just turn that on, bring it into the washroom, leave it oh, on, okay. the, on one of the racks. Just kind of jam go. in there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun. This is this song's 10 minutes long. It's a, it's a club banger, man. But I guess they could easily just make it 20 minutes long because it's just really just a loop over and over again. Actually, there's a lot of dynamics in this song, is which there, is yeah. why I like this version better than the three minute and a half radio edit. There's just a lot of cool dynamics that are going on that you miss in the radio edit. Mm. Yeah, Kaiza's the female vocalist that he's got going on here. She's got a great sound. Yeah. Is there anything that uh, should I fast forward a bit more into this? Is there anything, uh, or is this kind of the groove? It's just I mean, gonna take us home in this. It does this, but then there's a lot of like, like the song's gonna stop and the vocal will come back oh, in. There's yeah. lots of big pauses and then yeah. dramatic hits. You, you know, dance across your face. Would we forget the way? I have to say, like, I almost feel like Dead Mouse went on vacation for 10 years. And to be honest, I'm not, like, super dialed in the the EDM community. Right. But I just haven't heard a lot of stuff in the mainstream from him. Yeah, he's definitely put out music, but it's not... Like, there was a period of time there, it was, like, late late 2000s early 10s mm. where he was on the radio non-stop yeah uh, and he it doesn't seem to be that case anymore but he's definitely putting out new music over the last several years if I were dead mouse I'd want to clobber marshmallow I'd want to beat the crap out of him <laughs> well I think they're a little bit different Actually, aren't they 
But was Dead Mouse even the first? Like, who are the guys who were the um, uh, who were uh, Daft Punk? Daft Punk, yeah, they were before Dead Mouse, right? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, Daft Just Punk are. Uh, I have to say, like, I love to throw on that album from Daft Punk homework and just listen to all the jams on that one. You forget all the fun songs on that album. It's crazy how that music can make you feel too. Yeah. In the right moment when you're just like, you know, it seems simple enough when it's just a, you know, it's all electronic, but. Mm. Yeah, it's so good. It is so good. It's so ideal for working out too, I find. Yeah, I can't listen to, um, we have a Peloton. Yeah. I can't listen to the 80, 80s mix rides or anything like that, because I, I need to have- you need beats. I search EDM all the time when I'm searching for uh, an instructor in a particular ride. Totally. Well, like I get that. That. F- that beat is like <laughs> going to your heart rate. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And yeah, it sets a pace. And then the way they use the, the synthesizers to harmonize and build swells, it creates like this action-packed dynamic, like kind of- like a movie soundtrack like yes. swellings ups and downs to, to help put you push through those like you know oh get that next weight up or oh, I can run a little bit longer you know it helps you through that yeah I always found working out was a great way to discover new music too if you uh-huh. worked out regularly and you had a gym time and then you just put on these playlists of mm-hmm. artists you'd never heard of and then you'd be like oh my god that's so great mm-hmm. yeah I would literally not sign up for certain spin instructors classes because I couldn't stand the music they'd play and yeah. vice versa, like be the lineup. You could tell if a, an instructor had like a huge lineup, it was because they were a good instructor, but also because of the playlist that they were playing was getting you motivated and getting you going, you know? It's all part of it. It's all part it's of it. It's a show. It's like going to like a mini show. Yeah. Music's so key, like no matter what it is you're doing, like more you know, you're always setting a vibe in the in the bar. Oh like, my god. Mm. Music can and, and same with movies and TV shows and the score, like the music can can make something last in your mind forever. Mm-hmm. Like that like the what is that expression? A melody is a memory? To, yes. me, to me, it's like the color in the world, right? Yes. It's a, if you're living in a black and white world, and then you just all of a sudden start putting color, and then it's like, that's the music. Mm-hmm. Like, how different would your sailing trips, especially when you're alone, be if you had oh. no music? Yeah. Or tequila. Like, b- between music <laughs> and a little, like, two-drink buzz. Oh, my God. In, a, in the right environment. Totally. But no, music is everything. Like, I can remember being 13 and putting on music in my headphones and going for walks, you know, when you're yeah. feeling oh, gloomy and 13-ish. Yes. Dealing with grade seven problems, grade eight <laughs> problems, whatever oh, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or you want to be excited about stuff. Put on some music. Or sexy, too. Like, depending on the playlist that we're playing in the bar, like, you can really... We've had moments where there were probably, like, 30% of the people in the bar were, like, getting sexy, making out. out, Makeouts everywhere. Because (laughs) the music was making people feel a certain way, you know? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. 
Um, God, what is going on in the United States? How how crazy was yesterday? Mm. Um, if I, you know, depending when you're listening to this podcast, because they kind of live forever. The day we're recording this is January the seventh, twenty twenty one, and uh, yesterday was the day that they stormed the Capitol. And what's absolutely insane is like when you think about that building. That building is like the house of democracy. That building is where all the senators, all the Congress people work mm-hmm. and vote on stuff and create, you know, legislation. And, you know, they run the country from that. And in, in a matter of like two hours, protesters, terrorists, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. were inside sitting in the seat that the vice president had been sitting in minutes before mm, with guns with guns and uh pipe bombs, pipe bombs and whatever and else that the, you know they, yeah. they figure was you know in people's hands and backpacks and stuff and when you when you consider how much money the americans spend on their military programs and the technology they have where people are literally in Nevada, in a room, flying a remote-controlled plane that's on the other side of the world, dropping bombs on people. Like, the military technology that the United States possesses. There's no greater power in the world than the U.S. Mm -hmm. Yet, a bunch of these hicks managed to, like, infiltrate the most important building in the United States. I'd say within, like, what, an hour and a half, two hours? They were in there. Crazy crazy it almost seems like they let it happen yeah you know i saw some video where like the police basically backed away and even removed barricades allowing protesters to get even closer Hmm. and my conspiracy uh tended mind likes to think or is leaning to think that perhaps they wanted to use that they wanted that who did like uh both parties both parties authoritarian types big tech whatever to to silence an opposition uh, of thought, like to to like to, if it goes too far. Well, like Trump got banned the next day on Twitter, right? Right. No, and that, that day. And, that day. That was day. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my thinking is like, are they going to use this? Was was the idea to 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 let them do that to to take someone like Trump off and then those opinions on YouTube or Twitter that are go against the mainstream view, is this a way to like ban their voices and to, to not allow them to talk? Do you think that the people who were there and there were thousands of people down at the Capitol building and you yeah. say that maybe they made it easier for them to get in? Well, let's be honest. If they didn't want the protesters to, uh, if, if they wanted to stop it, they could have, but it would have been a totally different story. There would have been lots more bloodshed. There yes. was one woman who was shot and ended up dying from her injuries, who was breaking in, trying to break through like a door and a window inside the Capitol building. I guess one of the uh, officers or security that they have fired. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it was it's like, it's like U.S. Capitol Police, I think, that yeah. they think did it. But I think it was like they pretty much allowed them to kind of run free until they got close to the rotunda where the Congress people were. And mm-hmm. that's when they... And that's when they were like starting okay. to take it a little more seriously. seriously. In fact, I have the audio of like what was going down. So just just listening to this. So this is, you know, probably the most horrible moment from yesterday's mob scene. You know, say what you want about like the attack on democracy and, and what that means. But from a physicality standpoint, from, from somebody taking down, this is um, 
I guess some of the protesters, rioters, terrorists, whatever, were breaking uh, the windows of one of the interior doors. So this is, uh, there was a man who was trying to climb through the broken glass, and that's when a security officer fired a shot, and I guess that's the bullet that probably hit the woman. I mean, when you think about it, is it surprising, though, that someone's getting shot when they're breaking in to the building that represents democracy in the United States? Mm-hmm. It would be like with some, weapons. It'd be like a group of people trying to break into the Vatican. You know, say they were like uh, upset with the Catholic Church for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, they would only let protesters get so close. Mm-hmm. Let's say they were electing a new pope. You know, and all the cardinals were there. It was one of those moments where everybody's in attendance Mm -hmm. inside the Vatican. And then there was a group of protesters. And that's essentially what it was. Like all the congressmen and congresspeople uh, were inside. And they were trying to basically ratify the election. They were Mm -hmm. basically trying to just certify Joe Biden's win. Mm -hmm. So imagine they were trying to certify the new pope or, you know, the process. I'm Mm -hmm. not super religious. I don't know all the technical terms. And people were trying to break in. Someone would probably get shot in that scenario as well. I mean, they have a they have a security force that's quite advanced at the Vatican. The Swiss Guard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they kind of yeah. they know how to handle themselves. Um, it literally gives me anxiety hearing that because it just it it sounds like it's not real. It sounds like it's a scene of a movie, mm-hmm. but it's real. And when you think about that, it just the, the chaos of it scares me. And for these people to believe that they are more right than the rest of the country like they have an understanding of what really happened and right. what you know how scary is it how scary is it that they feel like they are saving the country by doing that yes and that, and that they're with heroes all the, with all the lies they've been told that they feel like they're heroes and standing up for justice and this uh you know election that was stolen away from them um because you know the their president says it over and over again um you know like listen you are going to walk down pennsylvania avenue i'm oh, sorry that's the wrong one uh where's the one that i had that uh this is president trump basically they posted a video of him telling people to go home but of course he can't just say go home this is inappropriate he's got to say i know uh we've all been wrong but- i know you pain i know you're hurt we had an election that was stolen from us it was a landslide election. I mean, the president of the United States is telling his mm-hmm. truest followers mm-hmm. that there is this massive injustice, that the election was rigged. And, right. and not one of those major accusations has ever proven to be true. Mm-hmm. But he's just, he knows he's firing up this base and he's creating this right. chaos. And he seems to be an agent of chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the president is saying, like, you know, the guy... It's it's such a poor loser. It makes me question their system that allows a president who's been voted out to stay in power for such a long period of time. It's really scary. It's almost like after election, as soon as they call the election, they should have like an interim government mm-hmm. in place. You know, in in Canada, I'm pretty sure like... How quickly do you take power when you've won an election, when your party wins and you have a new prime minister? Is it not almost instantaneous? Like, if Justin Trudeau loses an election, he doesn't stay prime minister for another month and a half. 
Yeah, or what two, is the it's deal? two months. What like, is the deal they, with that? If they call the election, let's say on the election night, which is in early November, it's more than two months that the current president gets to stay in power. Now, it's never been a problem really before, as far as I can tell, at least in my memory. But now you have a guy who's president who's like spewing all this hate and lies. Mm. And he's been stoking that fire oh leading God. up to this, For right? four years, since before he was even the nominee. <laughs> he's been talking about rigged elections. Like, yeah. His playbook is so easy to read and so predictable, Uh but it doesn't matter because people follow him no matter what, Mm. because it's not just the president. It's all those different like extreme uh, media outlets that are also stoking the fire. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just makes me so frightened for the direction that that country is taking. And I I really do uh, think that, Canada could fall into that same path. I mean, I, I like to think that we couldn't. I like to think that we're different. I like to think that we don't have as many guns and weapons ready to go. But I'm probably being pretty ignorant right now when I say that, you know. Think about other countries, too, like enemies of the United States, how happy they were yesterday. Like oh Vladimir Putin, imagine him watching TV yesterday. <laughs> he, do you think he would, he'd just be giggling to himself the entire afternoon? I mean, he's Probably. part of the problem. I mean, all these foreign governments are also feeding the fire of misinformation. Like, that's the new form of warfare these days. It seems like governments uh, create this information and then they put it out Spew there. Spew it out. And then the people who are looking for it um, find it mm-hmm. and then they feed off it. Yes. And there's a lot of really educated smart people who get sucked into that vortex. And I'm not going to say that, like, you know, different uh, media outlets don't have political leanings. Obviously, they do. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's enough true information through the mainstream media. You don't have to go down that road of going to some dude who's broadcasting from his basement on YouTube with 100,000 followers. I know those are the people that Bundes comes across. And you get sucked in, man. You get sucked in. Like, I know, I know you, you, it's like you, on one hand, you're getting pulled one way by people like me saying like, come on, how can you really believe that? And then on the other hand, you have all those, uh, all that information that's pulling you in the other direction. And, and if you spend enough time going down those holes, you are going to get sucked into that vortex. I see why those people who are storming the Capitol are so fired up. If that's all the information they're reading, I would be, if I was reading that same information, I would be pissed too. I agree that like echo chambers are a bad thing, no matter which side of the political aisle you're on. You never want to be in an echo chamber, whatever it is. But by echo chamber, you mean like you like a post and then all that's all the information you're fed. And so it's just like if, echoing if you, your thoughts. Like right? if you only watch NBC News, for example, and yeah. you never listen to Fox News, you're never going to hear two sides of the story because I don't believe either side is ever right. I think the truth is always somewhere in the middle. So that's why I like to listen to both Fox, CNN, MSNBC, and then go on to YouTube and, and like hear what random like random people think is i just like to get a general idea of what are these different opinions what facts are this is this story saying and which is it omitting versus you know this news site because there's a huge difference in what and how they frame all this stuff like even in the ways that the the headlines are written on certain articles depending you know it's the same topic but two different news organizations are going to national post versus um 
Yes. CBC. So you know, they're, they're, the, the line, the headline will be a little bit skewed for mm. sure. And it frames the story. So immediately when you start reading it, you're thinking, oh, r- 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 Washington's burning. Civil War is starting. But if you read it on Fox News, it might have a totally different tone. Yeah, they'll mm. say the deep state left have dressed up as Trump supporters and have taken the uh, Capitol. So I mean, that's the, that's the rhetoric that's coming out now from those hardcore right wing people because they know how bad that looked yesterday. Yes. And they, they want to... Uh, remove themselves and not be associated with them. So now the hardcore people, the people that have been spewing the hate, they're now saying it was Antifa, you know, that they dressed up as Trumpers and that they were the ones who were going in there to give Trump supporters uh, to make them look bad. bad. But that's just insane. That's getting extreme again. Mm. No, I I don't buy that for a second. Yeah, I don't buy that either. What outlet would you go to? If you had to stick to one, one moving forward... Is there one media outlet where you feel like, well, you know, they balance it pretty well and I'm going to stick down the middle of that one and I, and I can fairly, you know, I can trust for the most part what they're putting out there? Wow. Um, I would probably go global. Yeah, global news? I, I find that at least Canadian-wise and even the way they cover Americans is a little more skewed left. But like generally speaking, I find that global is generally pretty down the middle. Mm. Yeah. And they tend to hit the facts more and leave the opinion stuff kind of out of their news. Whereas like CNN or Fox, I find to be way more skewed. But yeah, it's great. It's a great option to to just watch Canadian news because I feel like the picture is much clearer. I mean, when you, you, you see that, like, the only reason why Fox News is taking the angle that they've taken is because that was the hole in the market, and it was like a business plan. It's right. like nobody's representing that viewpoint, so we better get in there and do it. If, if all the media outlets at the time were leaning right, they would have been the extreme left. Mm. It was like a calculated strategy. Um, you know, the CBC, I think they're fairly trustworthy, but for sure, they're dependent on government funding. Mm-hmm. And the government that funds them the best is the Liberal Party. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, but they can be extremely critical as well of the Liberal Party. Yep. At times. Yeah. But maybe less so than uh, than the right side. But even, that's the other problem, too, because I'm pretty sure even like uh, Global and CTV and the different other news organizations get grants from the government as well in this country. So Global, not so much because they're a private enterprise. But I know like there's some, that's the uh, accusation is that they receive all these like uh, benefits from the government. So they're in the pocket of the government. Like anytime you read Twitter, anytime you see a post from Global, CBC or whatever, start reading through the comments and you'll see all the uh, misinformation about all the funding that they get from the government. Oh yeah. It's not exorbitant, no. Um, not like the CBC. The CBC, I'm a little weary of sometimes because I, I wonder where their best interests really lie and how they mm. articulate certain things. But generally speaking, I, I'm not. I'm not as um, what's the word disenfranchised uh, with Canadian media as I yeah. am watching American. Totally. Media. I'll tell you. I I really think I'm so surprised you don't watch this show. 60 minutes, guys. I'm going to do a commercial for 60 minutes right now. <laughs> Wait, who who puts out 60 minutes? CBS News. Okay. I would say CBS News is pretty good. I'd say they're like pretty solidly balanced. At least 60 minutes is. I don't spend a lot of time watching um, like their evening news. I don't watch anyone's evening news really anymore. But I, I would agree that CBS is a little more balanced than NBC or CNN. Yeah, uh, or Fox News. Yeah, there's never a time where I've watched a segment that has to do with politics on 60 Minutes where I haven't felt like they, uh, you know, provided v- well, you know, balanced material. Mm. I mean, 
I'll generally agree with almost everything. I'll be like, yeah, that guy's guilty. <laughs> they, they just covered it all. Or that guy's a slime bag. I got to start watching this 60 minutes. You should. It's an hour. Uh, there isn't. Sometimes you'll, you'll start the segment thinking, oh, this is going to be so boring. I, I don't think there's ever been a segment where I've been like, that was a complete waste of time. Yeah. And it's each segment's like 15, 16 minutes or something. You learn a little bit about some problem in the world or some celebrity or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, I just always walk away going, I was like, I learned more I from learned watching something. that. Yeah, I learned something. And they seem to be pretty balanced and... Um, you know, they got lots of references. They do their homework. They fact check a lot. You're saying it's one hour. It's one hour a week. (laughs) All right. I'll think about it. Yeah. Anyway, what's happening down there is disturbing. And I hope this is the end of a chapter and not the beginning of a new one. Can we just all get back to a club in Vegas with the glow sticks? And that's the biggest issue is Tucker dancing with his arms above his shoulders. There was a you time. Know? There was a time like I. I wouldn't even know what was going on in the United yes. States, and I. You never heard from the president. <laughs> you know, outside of like what the Iraq War or yeah. a few things. Yeah, yeah. Like when Obama was there for eight years. Eight I mean, years. outside of like Obamacare and a few things, there wasn't a whole lot I was even like concerning myself with. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's like setting the tone for everything around the world, and it's a scary tone that's being set right yeah, now. Yeah, it is. It is. Thank God we got dead, Malice. I look forward to a time when I stop caring about what's happening in American politics. Like, me you know, too, man. Do I care how much they pay in taxes? I mean, I'd like to see them have national health care, but if they don't ever do that, as stupid as I think it is, I don't really care because I don't live there. Mm. But what's happening now is affecting the whole world and it's kind of annoying, right? Thank God I didn't pick up, pack my bags and move to LA when I thought my movie career was really taken off. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Or maybe you'd be like an A-lister. Living on a yacht. Living on a yacht right now, handling the pandemic that way. Anyway, thanks for checking out our podcast. We don't often talk about politics. No, we don't. Generally, I don't know if any of us are really informed enough to do it well. No. But uh, it's always fun to try every once in a while.